This is DCTV, I believe this is episode 5 of the podcast, as it's a podcast that I haven't done since about June, roughly. Because uh, over here in the in the UK, we get the uh, DC episodes slightly later, but then it works out to just be one week behind. At the moment, it's, uh, I think, two or three. Anyway, I'm your host, uh, Matthew. Joining me as my co-host is Robert. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. Had a uh, had a decent day. Um, had a lot of fun doing the podcast last night. Which I, I was. Sometimes I'm nervous for doing podcasts. It has to be said because it's like you have to make sure you don't stumble too much, and you have to sort of uh, remember things and write things down. And that part of it can be stressful. But once you're into the sort of passionate talking of the episode, depending on what it is, then things go well. Um, so yeah, what, what episodes are the DC shows on in America at the moment? Well, they just finished, I believe, the fourth episode of Supergirl. So either third or the fourth. Okay. And they've done two episodes of Legends. They just finished the third episode of Flash and Arrow. Okay. So like two weeks behind, roughly two, three weeks. Um, I remember last year it did work out in about April or, or like March, April when they came back for their second halves in the UK, they mm-hmm. worked out to be just one week behind. So it'd be, it'd be a little bit, a little smoother once we get to there. Um, so yeah, this uh, podcast won't include Gotham because Natasha will be reviewing it when it starts in January. So that's an even different thing because what they do with uh, Gotham and Agents of Shield, of course, Agents of Shield is a bit different because it's not only not on CW but it's a Marvel show. Uh, they have those starting in January, but those go the whole way through, so it ends up basically taking out the mid-season break um, because it, it just takes that break out. Uh, so yeah, Gotham will be reviewed by Natasha in January when that comes back. But this is for um, the first episode of Season 2 for Supergirl, the first episode of Season 3 for The Flash, and the first episode of Season 5 for Arrow. So we've got to remember it's 2, 3, and 5, and then Legends is on 2, but Legends will be back next week. Um, so yeah, let's jump in and talk about the first episode of Supergirl uh, for Season 2, which introduced Superman. Uh, played by, uh, is it Tyler something? I'd actually have to look that up. Let me do okay, that real I think quick. it's Tyler H something is his name. Um, I, I was impressed with him. Uh, I thought he brought a more sort of fun Superman to the side. Uh, of course, like a lot of people said, that was as Zack Schneider. Oh, I said his name wrong. Zack Schneider's version, it's more sort of uh, dark and gritty. De- definitely more dark and gritty than Supergirl and sort of Flash are in, on CW. I mean, uh, Arrow is definitely more gritty, but uh, yeah, we got the sort of lighter sides of Flash and Arrow in this um, in this DC universe. Um, so, what did you think of Superman when you first saw him on screen for, for the CW TV version? Yeah, the guy's name is Tyler Hoechlin. I'm assuming that's how you're pronouncing it. It's H O E C H L I N. Okay. All right. So my my vibe on that is Hawkland. I think okay. he did a good job. Um, yeah. That's something that's always been a little in the back of my mind. It was explained well in the uh, in that movie uh, Kill Bill Part Two when uh, 
David Carradine talks about his take on Superman, about how Kal El is who he really is, and then Clark Kent is his alter is the you know the costume that he wears. Right. Yeah. With, and I think uh, he did that because you can't the... tell the difference between someone with and without glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it's more in the mannerisms of making yourself like meek and useless and behind the scenes. And I think the Clark scenes. Went really well. He did have yeah. that air of just like, you know, somebody that just wanted to write down what was going on and tell other people. Mm. Yeah. Did you, it's probably quite obvious, more of an obvious thing to catch, but on the phone when you first see him in, in the scene, he's saying, yes, Mr. Wayne. So he's obviously talking to some version of Bruce Wayne. I, I'm imagining. Uh, so, he actually says Mr. White. He's I'm talking Mr. to White. Perry White. Okay. Sorry, I misheard that. Um, yeah, because I thought in the promo when they first released that he said Mr. Wayne, and I thought in the episode he said Mr. Wayne. So, um, now he yeah, was got, talking to Perry White. Got, my, uh, got some false hopes up for myself there, accidentally. Um, so, but there is a line where, uh, I guess we're jumping around slightly, but there is a line where Superman deflects these bullets off of this droid thing, and the person, the citizen that he saves it says, uh, I think we should move to Gotham. So that's that's a tiny little sort of batman Easter egg, uh, I guess you could say, which was quite cool. Yeah, that was very, quite cool. I do like the part where they're doing the shootout thing, and then somebody runs up and tries to punch him, and he's just like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was quite funny. It, especially considering... That Supergirl's been in been in this world as well, so like, surely the person would, would know that. But yeah, that was quite funny. Um, yeah, he brought a lighter side to Superman, which I liked. Uh, I wanted to kind of discuss this in a way of because you've got essentially two Supermen now. You've got two um, versions of the Flash. I'm imagining eventually we'll maybe have two versions of Batman and like Green Arrow. And, those sort of characters. Uh, so, what do you think of DC's whole idea of doing that? I think it's a good idea in theory, yeah. but when you have four shows over four different nights, trying to match all that continuity together is going to yeah. get a bit tricky. Especially since the first season of Supergirl, um, none of the DC characters from the other shows existed when yeah. they did that crossover with uh, the Flash. Yeah. So bringing that in isn't something they're going to be able to do on a regular basis. That's going to be more of a, uh, you know, a breach thing mm. between yeah. the two worlds. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for the crossover. Apparently it will be five episodes long, so maybe they will have a Friday night thing. I'm not sure because CW schedule is kind yeah. of full right now. They're they're trying to time it with the 100th episode of Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So okay. that should be interesting because I don't know how TV and syndication works over in the UK, but here in the states, one happen one hundred episodes is a really huge milestone because it's basically five and a half seasons, and a lot of shows don't even get that far. Right. Okay. Um, so we shall see what, what that happens when uh, when the crossover happens. Um, there's not really that much more I feel like to talk about. I mean, we met, uh, was it Lex Luthor's sister, if yeah. I'm not mistaken? Yeah, so that's, a, that's an interesting way to kind of expand things in a very small way, um, because obviously they will, uh, you know, one moment, sorry? Yeah. One moment.
Sorry about that. It's okay. The uh, young uh, uh, dog puppy is acting up, so yeah. That's okay. That's what puppies do. I got a cat that's an indoor cat that's trying like hell to be an outdoor cat, but mm. I live in a very rural area, so being an outdoor cat means you got to watch out for things like owls and foxes and yeah. quail and big scary things that'll kill you. Mm. So trying to break him of that habit of trying to run outside. <laughs> okay. I have um paused it, so let's get back to it. Okay. Sorry about that brief interruption. It's just a uh, issue with the. Uh, young puppy. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So we meet Lex Luthor's sister. Uh, so this this is an interesting way to sort of do a small little expansion slash like Easter egg kind of stuff because I don't imagine we'll maybe be seeing <coughs> a uh, TV version of Lex Lex Luthor. May, I, I'm kind of getting the idea that maybe they'll be doing things like that in terms of you know because we got the film version of Lex Luthor with a. Jesse Eisenberg, and then I have a feeling that let's say we don't see someone like that in the TV version, but then we'll get like references to it. So then, yeah, they well, don't, already... they don't, so then they don't have to cast two versions of everybody. You can kind of just get away with it with some characters, but then small do small references. Yeah, well, they've already done that a bunch with Arrow in the second season. I want to say when they first introduced the Suicide Squad. Yeah. They didn't show Harley Quinn, but they had a silhouette of somebody in pigtails acting crazy. Mm. And in the fourth season of Arrow, I want to say, the Oliver character made a quip about when Felicity was getting her code name. He said, I wanted to call you Oracle, but apparently yep. that's already taken. Yep. Uh, and so, so yeah, uh, those, those are very cool. I like those. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's his adopted sister that's this character. I think so. I'm not. I'm not the kind of person to ask about that. Well, I, I just remember I, I picking up so. on that because the whole episode she was going on about the family name and not being attached to it directly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are very cool, and it, it kind of, in a way, it saves money slightly because then you don't have to cast everybody, and you don't necessarily need every single version of each character because this is like you don't necessarily need uh, Lex Luthor to come into Supergirl with, with all the characters you've already got with like uh, Martian Manhunter and Superman that's been introduced now and then you've got Supergirl herself mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's just a cool little Easter egg um, yeah this was a good this was I'm finding lately with because a lot of shows are coming back in like October and November that some uh, some shows are, are kind of like having these kind of more relaxed episodes to like get back into the swing of things because the show's been off for like four to six months or whatever that it's a way to just settle back in i mean the walking dead did something a bit different of course um but it's a way to kind of settle back in i think uh and like sort of build build stories up slowly um so it it was a great episode and i look forward to the rest of the season um i haven't really looked at that many spoilers or anything I, i mean i don't really like want to uh so yeah, I'll be interested to see what they have planned for the next twenty-one episodes. So uh, yeah, well, this isn't really really spoilerish because it's something that you can um, that they've been promoing here on the states. Right. It looks like this season they're planning on introducing a lot of new characters. Ah, right. uh, the one that I'm interested to see her take on. Uh, do you know? Are you familiar with the actress uh, Dashman Lachman? I don't. No, doesn't ring about. Uh, uh, you know, it's one of those 
actresses you'd know her when you see her uh she was in uh agents of shield she played sky's mother oh yeah okay and then she was in uh, the 100. She was in a few episodes of Shameless. Uh, she was in uh, Being Human. I think the U- the uh, U.S. version. Okay. Uh, she was in Dollhouse. She played uh, Sierra in Dollhouse. So, All right. anyway, she's going to be playing Roulette in a couple episodes. Okay. And they brought another actress in. Let me uh, find her here. Uh, da, 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 da. Her name is Sharon Leal. I'm just pulling okay. up her IMDb page here. Uh, she's on a few episodes of Grimm, a few episodes of Recovery Road. Uh, she was in Hellcats, Private Practice. Anyway, she's going to be playing uh, McGann. Alright, okay. So it looks like they're adding into the world and adding a whole bunch of characters. How many episodes they play doesn't really show because it's not that far ahead on the IMDb page. But uh, they're going to be bringing them in within the next few episodes. So it looks like, at least for season two of Supergirl, they've started to build the character building and the world building part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, because it's on... I feel like because it's on CW now, they can kind of do that a bit more. Like, it had a difficult first season like being the cbs and having the you know having trouble arranging the crossovers and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so uh, i felt this is a bit more the building season so well they the first season i mean it was it was a decent enough season yeah, but it was a good season yeah they didn't bring in that many known characters i mean they had jimmy olsen uh played very well they had uh um martian manhunter they had Livewire. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. really didn't bring in the villains or the characters, and it looks like that's what they're doing now with this season. Mm. Okay, uh, I'd like to move on and talk about uh, the Flash, which was season season three, episode one, which was called Flashpoint. Um, I realized halfway through this episode, I was like, I'm really this is like a really good, interesting story, an interesting kind of. I want to compare the season finale of Flash Season 2 to the season finale of The Walking Dead Season 6, which won't spoil The Walking Dead Season 6, because, you know, you you didn't find out what happened. But it was a way of, like, let's say at the end of Season 2 of The Flash, he goes to save his mother, and you don't know if he does or not. That's, like, a worse cliffhanger than he saved his mother, now what happens? Do you you get what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. a... It's not like a will he won't he is like he has what will happen now rather than you know what, what the Walking Dead did of course. Um, so yeah, it, it brought out a great story and it kind of made me think. But rather than thinking for a few months who is it, it was like what's Barry gonna do uh, and like what's gonna happen to these to like the past events because this is more this is more of a timeline cliffhanger than like a situation cliffhanger. Uh, and then throughout the episode, he's kind of like. As he's talking to different people, of course the situations are different. He's like getting flashes of his past that I assume are like disappearing timeline-wise because of the choice that he's made. Um, and then of course you see him. I think it jumps three months ahead. I think it is um, after the flashpoint thing. And then he's living at home with his uh, with his mum and dad, and he's living quite a nice life. And then he kind of eventually comes to the realization that like it's after Wally dies um 
from the other villain, which was it's called Rival. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Rival? He was an interesting little villain. Uh, it wasn't as intimidating as Zoom. I found Zoom very intimidating uh, last season. Um, so, what did you think? I'm not familiar with that character, so I don't know I'm, if that's I'm just one they created up for the show or if it's just something that was there. Mm. Um, that's kind of the thing when you get into Flashpoint is like all the little bitty changes. Yeah. Um, you're right about him not being that intimidating of a character, but then again, we only had one episode for him mm. to get the SmackDown put on yeah. him. Yeah. I really wish they would have stayed in that Flashpoint universe for two or three episodes before coming back. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be interesting in the coming episodes how how things are, are different, especially with uh, what happens at the end of this episode, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I felt like that fight was more to like introduce the whole Wally West um, Flash Kid and all that sort of thing. I thought like that's mm-hmm. what that was used for. It, it, this wasn't a kind of casual like Barry's going to beat up this guy and then that's it. It was more to do. I feel like it was more to do with Wally West and what was going on with him. Uh, I thought Wally West was really good as Kid Flash. And I hope to see a, a lot more of that because um, it looks like more of the characters they're going for on the show is obviously speedsters rather than in Arrow where you've got people with bows and arrows and swords, which obviously those things suit both shows. Like, if you had someone come in who was shooting arrows into Flash, it wouldn't really... It wouldn't suit the show the same as if you did that with, uh, you know, vice versa sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, what, what did you think of... Uh, I mean, I know you, you kind of know ahead a little bit, but what did you think of, like, at the end of the episode where uh, Barry's kind of casually saying, "What? where's uh, Iris? Because he, like, wants to speak to her, and then, like, Joe kind of storms off and... He, and then Wally's like, you know they haven't been talking, the episode ends there. So what did you think of that once you saw it? I thought that was just a kind of a cop-out. Because I am a co- I am three episodes ahead of you, and right. I won't spoil anything. But there are some changes, and it's just one of those things that anytime there is something that wasn't in a previous season, they're just like, flashpoint. So I think it's change for the sake of making change, which mm. I've never been a big fan of. Okay. In any kind of you know literary or television sense, um, it does fit in the universe as it was, because they've already established different timelines and different realities and the multiverse and everything like that. So everything is a little bit different. I just take it as for whatever reason they needed to make this different, and they're just using that as an excuse. Right. Uh, I sort of thought like. This is the first kind of because like, throughout the summer they sort of said that you know Flashpoint won't be permanent, but there will be some small permanent changes. So I don't think forever it's going to be a case of viruses and talking to Joe. I don't think they're going to quite go that far. Like they could have Barry sort something else out, or maybe he does something else with the with the timeline. But uh, this was the first kind of big change that we saw. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode with um, Reverse Flash. It was cool to see him in a different kind of um, scenario as well, like him being locked up and him eventually convincing the Flash, you know, you have to do this, you have to let me kill your mother. Uh, so that was kind of, you know, that, that's like the darkest that Flash will kind of go because it is that kind of more uh, light, light-sided light um, DC show. Um so, yeah, that was quite good. What, what did you think of Reverse Flash in this episode? 
I think once you get to where I'm at, at least four episodes in, you'll find him a lot more interesting. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Alright. Um, so what else happened in the episode? You had the funny incident with um, Barry trying to approach Iris and like essentially ask her for a drink, which that was pretty funny. And then you have the situation of like uh, when somebody asks someone out and they're like non-stop talking about excuses and saying this and that. So that was a kind of light-sided, uh, fun sort of thing to happen. Um, another thing that was fun in the episode was, uh, Cisco being a billionaire and having all this kind of power and stuff in, um, in Star Labs, which was renamed to, was it Ramon Labs? I think, I think yeah. I think, yeah, because he, uh, obviously would be owning it at that point. Um, so, yeah, that was quite cool. And then it was like, Barry kept pulling in these, uh, you know, Cisco was talking to uh, Iris and Wally, and then it was like, right, I understand all this, and then he's, like, looking at Barry, and he's like, who is this stranger you've brought to me? Uh, and then he, Flash goes and gets Kaplan. I can't remember where he gets her from, but he just, like, goes and grabs her. Uh, and then Cisco's, like, kind of, like, going a bit loopy. He's like, where are you pulling all these strangers from? And this it, it was just so funny. Uh, so what did you think of the whole Cisco thing? I thought it's, uh, it was a fun episode for him. I'm sure he gets, gets a, you know, he's happy to get a chance to play, be, have a break from his normal character. Yeah. They do uh, change him, not a lot, but there is a lot of changes in the episodes coming forward. Um, so it looks like, again, they're just doing the excuse of, okay, we want to make this a little different. Flashpoint. Okay. Uh, there was this is a I think a slight spoiler, but it was released as an article that uh, Cisco is supposed to become some version of Batman, and I was thinking it might happen in this episode. But then once we just sort of was running out of time, I was like, no, there's not enough time to kind of reveal this. So uh, yeah, that should be interesting if he's uh, if he does any kind of Batman-based thing. I mean, it ties into his like billionaire style and that might be his his maybe secret vigilante kind of lifestyle um well a character is a character called vibe oh okay right so i I don't know which article you're talking about the whole batman thing he uh he's his his character is vibe and he's a sonic uh, tech guy Mm. he emits sonic waves um i never really heard of him I think I do kind of remember, like, a weird, like, half one-off cartoon from, like, the old, you know, Super Friends days to where yeah. he had, like, a little bit of it. But it's not a character that I'm all that familiar with, but he is vibe, so mm. they do roll with that. Yeah, they could, they could bring that back, and that could be quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, they have to... Barry takes um, Abel Thorner's reverse flashback, and then... Uh, of course, he has to kill Barry's mother again. Um, and then you go back and you have the changes with Iris and stuff. And that, that was pretty much the episode. So it was a great way to kind of kick things back off. This was a, like settling in and kicking things off a bit. Because it wasn't just like, okay, we're back as the Flash and we're going to have the villain of the week. Um, but it was the case of like, uh, Flashpoint just happened. So we have to kind of get to that. Like, we can't like delay that anymore. Um yeah, it was a great episode, and Flash is still, I think, the best superhero show. Would you agree? I would definitely put it as my most favorite superhero show. Yeah. I don't know about best. I think the writing is starting to get a little lazy in terms of 
wanting to make changes and just using Flashpoint as an excuse. Okay. But it's the one I look forward to the most. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on and talk about um, the grittier CW uh, DC show, which is uh, Arrow, which came back for its fifth season with episode one. Uh, we got introduced to the new uh, one of the new villains for the season, who is played by Chad Coleman, who have played, who of course played uh, Tyrese on The Walking Dead. Um, he's using his like knuckle dusters and things. He's he's like a <coughs> a brawler type. Uh, villain, which I'm glad, I hope they never kind of go back to magic in this show, because it really didn't work with the whole Damien Dark thing. Um, I mean, I know that Damien Dark is in Legends, so I'll have to see how that plays out, but it would suit Legends more, because Arrow just isn't really a magical sort of uh, superpower type show, it's more of a, you know, costume vigilante arrow and sword sort of show, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I hope they don't go back to that, and I hope that they stick to more the um, more the costume esque sort of uh, villains and superheroes. Um, I thought this was a good episode. It kind of established what was happening with Team Arrow, and uh, of course Diggle's left. The is kind of off doing her own thing. Uh, Laurel is unfortunately dead. Um, Detective Lance is in his, I guess you could say, alcoholic type. Um, grieved sort of state which is understandable of course he's just lost his daughter and there's no um there's no i can't remember what the name of it but the, uh, the was it the lazarus pit the thing that brought people back to life yeah the Lazarus yeah. Pit. there's no more of that so they can't bring back Laurel that way but of course we'll see what happens with flashpoint and uh, see if that makes any deeper further changes um so they have kind of a uh statue thing for her and then they um kidnap oliver uh, I like the use of different arrows in the show, and it's something they should do. They should do this like every single episode. Is to have they had the parachute thing, which I thought was really cool. They used his grapple arrow more. He just used arrows more in general. I feel like the hand-to-hand combat with arrows specifically doesn't really work that well. Like him using a bow and arrow to hit people just isn't quite as compelling as like him doing these long-distance shots with his arrows. Uh, so I'd like to just see more of him just basically shooting arrows and using different ones. You see him using the tracker one, or the... Was it the tracker, or was it some kind of hack thing? Because he, he kind of flipped it was a hack and shot thing. it shot it onto this device he was he was after. Um, and more of these kind of flip-around arrow shots. Like, there was a scene, I think it was in the season finale of last season, or it was towards the end of the season, where he kind of jumps, spins around, shoots an arrow, and then does, he basically does like a 360 turn in the air, and shoots an arrow, and like runs off. So just little things like that that make this show feel a bit more like Arrow, rather than, you know, hand-to-hand combat. Um, unless they give Arrow a sword, that's the only way I can think that they can make that a bit more interesting or a bit more better. Uh, what do you think about like, the combat and stuff of the show? I think it works. I mean, it's always been a thing to where they've kind of had to establish the universe that nobody can shoot a gun straight, but arrows are way more effective. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there's, uh, especially in the upcoming episodes, which I'm not going to spoil, let's just say there's a lot of gunplay. And there's that's always the problem that I've had with that, is that there should be way more casual damage and way more collateral damage than is shown mm. on the show itself. Obviously, I know why, because anytime you have somebody that gets quote-unquote shot you got to call in the makeup people you got to make the bullet effects but mm. yeah these people really should be riddled with bullets and they're not <laughs> uh that reminds me what what do you 
I've always wondered what Diggle, I mean, we didn't see Diggle in action in this episode, but he uses that kind of gun. Does he just know where to do fatal shots and not death shots? Or is it using a different type of ammo? I've never been clear on that. They've never really specified if it was, like, if he's using, like, uh, rubber bullets to knock him out, or if he was yeah. just going for kill shots, or if he was just hitting, you know, like, you know, non vital areas like mm. knees and shoulders and whatnot it's more of the you see the hollywood flash round and then they just drop so mm. so it's never quite been made that clear uh which is a bit annoying but it's always it's also like maybe mystery in a way um but yeah you see him kind of felicity wants to get a new team arrow together basically and all of us like i'm fine on my own which is such a Batman type thing, like Batman likes to work alone and all that sort of stuff, and you know. Uh, so I don't like to call this show a ripoff of Batman, but it's definitely similar in ways. I mean, you got the whole Oracle uh, thing that was mentioned last season. And that um, so, do you think they could ever get too close to a point where it's too much like Batman? No, because the uh, first off, he's not. Uh... He he does form teams, which Batman never really did, outside mm. of having Batgirl and Robin. Yeah. Um, but you'll see more where they're going. That's kind of the hard thing about me being three episodes ahead of you. Yeah, it, is it's all birds. It's fine. Uh, let's just say that they're bringing in characters, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, you see, I think his name's Curtis, the the mm-hmm. guy. The yeah, Curtis. Glad I remembered his name. You see him some in this episode. He's quite cool. Um, he gets made into one of an interesting character. Yeah. Um. So what, what else happened in the episode? At the end. Um. Uh, that's basically what happens. It just sort of sets up you know, kind of sinks back into Arrow, you you meet a new villain, you see these new types of arrows. I'm sure he's never used a parachute arrow before, so that that was pretty cool. And I was thinking at the time, when he gets kicked out of the the helicopter, I was like, is he going to do some ridiculous, like, grapple arrow, where he gets back into the helicopter, and then continues fighting this guy? Um, But no, he uses a parachute arrow. And it was also the case of, like, when he's fighting the villain in the helicopter, I'm like, you either kick this villain out the helicopter and he dies unless he's got a parachute on him or you kick Oliver out of the of the helicopter and he obviously uses some kind of arrow in some sort of way so what was you what was you thinking at the time of, of that sort of fight I was just half expecting him to arrow onto the um, helicopter and just find a bill and you jump off to yeah that's kind of what I was expecting as well I wasn't expecting him to actually you know, beat the guy up but it seems Oliver is back to killing which is is less annoying because it was really annoying last season when like he just wouldn't kill Damien Duck when he kind of had the chance that like before Damien Duck got ridiculously powerful. Because uh, I pointed out last season on this podcast, I know I was doing most of it on my own, um, but when there's a scene in the season finale for season four where Diggle shoots whatever he has and then arrow, uh, Oliver shoots an arrow and Damien Duck like throws both the projectiles and just disintegrate them it was at that point i was like this is really silly so i hope none of that comes back um so yeah, i just wanted to go back to kind of basics and uh just don't try to do anything too complicated just tell a story and just you know focus on these characters and just do something good because uh season four was a bit of a mess um and you use the flashbacks to great effect as well so that's basically what i say on arrow 
Yeah, like I said, I'm kind of over the whole flashbacks thing. I mean, hopefully once this season is done, if they do a sixth season, yeah. they won't do that anymore because mm. I'm just kind of tired of it. Mm. I think CW will renew these shows as, as long as they can because they're the kind of... They're the, the, like, the BBC or the CW in terms of the thing that kind of... Not carries a network, but it's like one of the main things. Like it the, sustains like, a network. Yeah, like The Walking Dead for the AMC, that, that, that kind of thing. Uh, and it takes up a lot of time slots as well, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. they uh they need these shows around. Uh, I'm imagining they'll last more than ten seasons. I'm imagining. I remember a tweet from Stephen Amell when he said they wanted to make it a fifteen year show. So that's another like ten years. So uh, we'll see how see how things go. Obviously, it depends on ratings and that sort of stuff. Uh, and if, if people get bored, and whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that's basically all. All I would say for these uh, shows. Next week we'll be back on a Friday, of course, because Legends. Um, it's on Thursday, and I can't talk about Legends if I haven't seen it. Uh, so that's it for this week. Um, did you have any last things you wanted to say? Or was that it? No. Once uh, you get a couple, three episodes into Legends, you'll be a little bit more into that show than probably another show. But again, mm. not spoiling that for you. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, guys. You can find all the other content at Entertainment Talk. Uh, sorry, on EntertainmentTalker.org. You can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK. Uh, we've done this is the fourth podcast we've done this week, so go and check out um, Xbox TV, The Walking Dead, and this will be the DC one. Um, I don't think I'll be. I don't know if I'll be posting anything tomorrow, but we we shall see. Uh, so yeah, next week will be Xbox Walking Dead and just DC stuff because then TV will be back. Uh, actually, we'll be doing TV next week, but not the week after because uh, of how my Thursdays go. Uh, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening. You can also. Email us at entertainmenttalk@hotmail.com. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Bye bye.